Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean beauty and the founder of K-beauty brand, Jellico. So I did mention on Tuesday's episode that I wanted to have a chat with you guys about what happened over the weekend. So I'm back in the studio. Well, I call it a studio. Let's be honest. It's actually my pantry, (laughs) but recording again for you today, just to give you a little bit of an update about what happened. So it was a pretty exciting weekend for us, for our team here in Seoul. And this is why. So I don't know how many of you guys have been listening for the last few years, but if you have, you may remember that all the way back in 2020, which was basically peak pandemic, we launched Jellico, which was originally supposed to be Style Story's in-house brand. We're now stocked in a few other places as well, but that was the intention, was to have our own brand within our store. So when we launched, it was the end of 2020, which was basically when everywhere in the world was just in peak panic mode. There were lockdowns, restrictions, uh, you know, planes weren't going, people couldn't fly anywhere. It was basically pandemonium and mayhem. Uh, And probably not the best time to launch a brand, let's be honest, but it was what it was. So we launched our brand at the end of the year. We had two products. Uh, Our first one was our moisturizer, our bubble tea steam cream, and then we launched our sleeping mask and the little mask brush as well, not long after that. Well, fast forward all the way to 2023, and believe it or not, the other products that we have launched since those first two all also launched in the pandemic. So up until now, we haven't really been able to do anything offline or anything big to actually celebrate the fact that we created a brand, that we have these products or whatnot. So for our two launches last year, which were our toner and our cinnamon toast sugar scrub foam, uh, we basically just launched them and did all of the promotions online and sent things out to people. Uh, Certainly here in Korea last year, still we had quite a lot of different restrictions on what we could do. We needed to wear masks around all of last year. Uh, and, you know, parties and things like that were just really, really hard to organize. I remember like earlier in 2022, we still had the four person restriction uh, on meeting up with people. So, like, that's not really a party, is it? So, what we basically did was we just shelved any ideas of, you know, actually getting to meet people and sharing the product with them in Korea, in Seoul. We just couldn't really do it. Uh, And the other complicating factor was for a long time, I couldn't really get back to Australia either. Uh, Flights basically did not go really for the a couple of years. Only Australians could get back into Australia, but with like a lot of paperwork. And what that meant was the airline companies must have done the maths on it and just gone, you know what, it's not even worth it. So there just were not planes going. The few planes that were there were like really quickly or easily cancelled or changed. Uh, And I had a bunch of friends from living in different parts of the world who had like nightmarish experiences trying to get back to Australia, planes cancelled, stuck in some third city somewhere like for a week waiting for another plane to come on. And I just couldn't really uh, do that. So I basically shelved the idea of going back to Australia. It was just really expensive to get a flight back. So we just kind of, you know, plugged along, chugged along and just shelved the idea. 
But this year, we have a couple more launches planned. Uh, the first cab off the rank is, of course, our Gelato Glaze Lip Mask, which is the product that we've been working on since last year. And we are ready to launch now. So what I said to everyone in Seoul a couple of months back was, for this one, I would really love to actually do something to celebrate this, like have a party, get people together, actually meet the people that lo love our brand face to face and do something like that. Uh, so uh, we went about that. We had to find a venue. That was the first sort of port of call because we wanted to find somewhere just cool to do it that really matched our brand. Uh, and I don't know if any of you have seen uh, my Instagram, Jellico's Instagram. We did share a couple of photos and things like that. But we found this rooftop in the middle of Seoul in a suburb called Uljiro Saga. Uh, and it had like just the perfect color match for our brand. Honestly, it was almost like it was made for our brand. They had like this pink tiled wall. Uh, they had an outdoor area and it like looks over um, part of Seoul and this outdoor rooftop. So it was a really cool vibe. So we booked that. Uh, we invited like a whole bunch of our favorite bloggers, people that, you know, had tried the brand and absolutely loved it, people that were fans of the brand uh, and invited them along. And what we decided to do was do like food to the theme. So we had like macarons. We got these little gelato shaped jellies, which were like really, really cool. Um, it was a collaboration between Baskin and Robbins and somebody else, but they were really cute. Uh, we did like Prosecco and champagne and whatnot, and we basically just got everyone together, uh, and it was just a chance for people to try out our collection if they hadn't already. We had like a bunch of testers and stuff out, uh, and then we just explained the process of actually putting this new launch together, uh, you know, what we did in terms of the packaging, the ingredients. Uh, how to actually use it, obviously, importantly, uh, and the process of making it. So I thought I might as well just run through some of that with you guys on the show as well, because obviously not everyone lives in Seoul. We couldn't invite everyone. <laughs> so I just thought that, you know, uh, it was a little bit of a different process to bring this one to life. And there were a couple of good, really good reasons for that. So we started making this product earlier in 2022. And I think I've mentioned a few times before that what we actually did last year was a feasibility study in terms of sustainability, packaging, and what moves that we could make to actually become more sustainable. So we are still a really new brand. We are, you know, a small brand. It hasn't really been that long since we launched. So I guess uh, in that sense, there is kind of a limit to what we can do in terms of sustainability. And this is what I mean by that. When we looked into it, what we were really wanting to do was things like if we have to use plastic, so for example, for tube packaging, uh, plastic is really the only way to do a tube. You can't really do it with glass. What we wanted to do was use recycled plastic. So we looked into it. We did a feasibility study. We contacted a whole bunch of different manufacturers uh, and asked about what they had on offer. And it turns out that particularly when it comes to the PCR recycled plastics, because it's still new to the market and not all brands are using it, it 
means that they have really, really high MOQs. And MOQ is just industry talk for minimum order quantities. So, for example, a lot of the manufacturers of these tubes that we spoke to were like, yep, sure, we can definitely do that for you. The minimum order quantity is 50,000 units. Uh, And, you know, if you are a brand that has been up and running, you have a whole bunch of distributors, 50,000 is probably, you know, ain't nothing but a thing. But for us, it is definitely like a lot, a lot uh, at the level that we're at. And what we didn't want to do was go out, buy these 50,000 units and then either have to store them somewhere for ages or, you know, like if we can't actually use them, then they would eventually go into waste or we'd have to try and sell them on to someone else, which is really, really tricky. So we decided, okay, maybe PCR plastic is not the the best use of our um, time at the moment, just because if this is the kind of quantities that people are playing with, like we're just not there yet, we can do that later on. But what can we actually do at the level that we're at? So we went away, we, you know, put out, banged our heads together basically and we're like, okay, let's come up with a strategy that's actually attainable. So the first thing we did is sign up to 1% for the planet. That was something that we were like, we can definitely do that at the level that we're at. We can um, commit to donating 1% of our annual revenue to envir- an environmental cause of our choosing. And that for us was um, the foundation for the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, that was the one that we decided, obviously being Australian, the Great Barrier Reef is an area that is uh, very beautiful, world famous, but also very much under threat. So that was the first commitment that we made. The next thing that we did was decide on packaging options. And for lip mask, our gelato glaze lip mask, which back then didn't have a name, but we decided, okay, we're going to do as much as we can packaging wise to make this new launch more sustainable. And the first thing we did was look at the boxes, the outer boxes. Now, recycle plastic is hard to do, but recycle paper is much more within our reach. So we reached out to a bunch of manufacturers that do it and found one that was happy to work with us at the quantities that we are producing. So that was the first thing. And that necessitated a couple of changes because for our previous launches, we hadn't used recycled paper. Uh, And recycled paper has a couple of limits in terms of the color palettes that you can work with. So we had to uh, do a lot of testing to make sure that when the new lip mask packaging came out, it would still look similar to what we've already got with our old products. Now, obviously, when the time comes, we plan on swapping those boxes over to the new recycled paper boxes. But for now, the ones that are already printed up, we are obviously going to use them. We don't want them to go to waste. So we had to make sure that it was a color match across the board. So we did that. We committed to using soybean ink as well. And then because this is a lip mask product, we decided that it could afford to be uh, smaller because, uh, you know, no one really wants to walk around with a 50 mil, 50 gram, you know, lip mask in their bag. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So we decided on 20 grams and we went around to all of the different uh, packaging manufacturers and found someone that did a nice lightweight glass Uh, that would, you know, glass obviously being preferable to plastic. So we found that and we found someone that made a good enough thickness for us. Obviously, if it's too thin, it's fragile, it could break in transit uh, and, you know, break if you've got it in your handbag. Uh, And then if it's too thick, 
That has its own problems because then it's really heavy. You increase your carbon emissions when you're sending it to people, which is definitely not ideal. And just who wants a heavy product in your bag? You're less likely to use it. So we found that we were really, really happy with that because that took a little while as well to find something that we liked. And then the last piece of the puzzle was what to do about the spatula. So because it comes in a jar, a little pot, you don't really want to be sticking your grubby finger in there every time you're using it. You do want some kind of a spatula or um, a product, uh, a piece assisting you to get it out of the jar. So we looked around to find something that wasn't plastic and we ended up with something that is 100% recyclable and it's made of zinc. Uh, Quite an expensive spatula actually. Uh, So Every single lip mask is going out with one of them. And when you feel it, you will definitely see what I mean. It's got a lot of, a lot more weight to it than a piece of plastic, say. Like it's not heavy per se, but it definitely feels weighty. And that's because it was, we definitely spent more money to get something like that. So that was kind of the process of putting it all together. And as you can imagine, when you're working with that many different bits and pieces, the process for putting the product together just takes a lot longer. So even though the formula was ready at the end of last year, we are really only just launching it now. It goes on sale globally on June the 15th, 2023. Um, just because the more pieces you have, the more little bits and pieces floating around in, in any project like this to bring it all together just takes time. But I'm actually very proud of this product. I'm happy to be launching with the uh, ingredients that we've got, uh, the packaging that we've got as well. So when it comes to what's actually in it, this was also really important to me because I am the kind of person I've struggled with having dermatitis on my lips. When I was a lot younger, I used to get cold sores as well. Um, And I always remember one of my teachers in primary school, she saw like the cold sores I was getting and she was like, Lauren, you need to get lysine. That's the best thing ever for cold sores. So when we were actually putting this product together, I was like, there's a couple of things that I want to do. Obviously, I don't want to create anything like anything else on the market because while I do love some of the the products that are on the market at the moment, I think a lot of them serve a very specific purpose. A lot of them have a very waxy, thick texture that you don't probably want to reach for all day. Uh, and, you know, just being a person that is often needs something to reach for throughout the day, I wanted something that could be used day and night. So lysine was really the starting point for this product. I was like, that is essential and we need that to be in there. So what we decided to do is we put that in the formula and then we also put in the other eight essential amino acids just because, you know, they are so good to support healthy skin anyway. When it came to the texture itself, ours We called it Gelato Glaze for a reason. Obviously, we crowdsourced the name on our brand's Instagram page. But I think one of the reasons that that was such a perfect fit is because it really does look like gelato. Um, I I was showing my family uh, the professional pictures that we had come back from our photographer. My dad goes, is it ice cream? And I was like, yes, dad, you got it. I was like, it's not ice cream, but it's supposed to look like gelato. And he was like, oh, well, you nailed that. I was like, oh, thanks, dad. Like my dad is just 
this is not a man who is into his skincare. Uh, I think I mentioned on the show a few months ago that he tried this and he was like, this is really good. Like it actually works. And I was just like, oh, face palm, seriously. (laughs) But yes, that was, I guess, what we decided to do. So how we got that texture was we actually blended oils, butter, and wax to give it this really, really unique texture. So it's a lot thinner and a little bit more oilier than any of the other products on the market that I've tried. And it really does just give you that instant hydration, plumpness, smoothness. If you've got any lip lines, it takes care of them immediately as well. Obviously, we did not test it on animals, so it's not animal tested. We didn't use any of the artificial dyes or colors for this one as well just because for the lips it's a it's an area that people can tend to get a little bit of sensitivity dermatitis and things like that so just to take away any chances that something might set your lips off um take it from me as someone that has just had over the years so many problems with the lips it's really really frustrating if you do get any sort of irritation in your lips because they're right there you then tend to lick them and it you know it's just a vicious cycle once your lips are irritated you know everything is passing through them when you're eating and drinking so if you're if you're having something with salt and vinegar or you know lemon or anything like that it's just not a good area to have be irritated uh, so that's what we wanted to do so we've put that all together. Um, the other, some of the other ingredients that are in it, we've got the shea butter, we've got sunflower seed oil, jojoba seed oil, which is just a really nice one because it is rich in vitamin B and E, a great ingredient in general for conditioning the skin. We put in moringa seed oil and it's also got orange peel oil as well. So anyway, I just thought I would run through some of that with you guys on the show in case you are interested to hear how our latest product uh, sort of came together. It was a little bit of a deviation from what we have done in the past. And a couple of people that were there were sort of asking, well, what's the plan then going forward? Uh, for you know your existing products and to be honest we will be changing them over we are going to be changing not the formulas themselves but definitely the packaging Uh, at the moment for example our bubble tea steam cream all of those are stickered by hand Um, so there's a lot of labor that goes into that I think if the brand gets bigger uh, and we start distributing at higher levels that's not going to be very tenable and sustainable um, for us to be doing them all by hand so that probably will need to change for cherry blossom sleeping mask I really want to get the weight down on that product as well it is just a heavy product Uh, so when we uh, do uh, our next round for that I'm, I'm really committed in addition to changing over the boxes just to bring the weight down on that product just to lower our carbon emissions while the product is in transit it's also just bloody heavy to lift a box of those (laughs) they come in a box of 60 at the moment and when I'm like moving them around I'm like oh my god it's a backbreaker um so that definitely needs to change Uh, but these are all the kind of things that we will be working on I guess in the coming years to try and improve we have a whole uh like list of all of our next releases as well we've got two products that are basically almost finalized in terms of the formulas themselves that are going to be our next two launches and I'm really hoping that we can get those ones out by the end of the year Um, that is what I would really love to do and then next year we have lots and lots of products coming in the pipeline um, 
that I'm really, really excited about it as well. Um, so people have suggested to us things that they would like to see in terms of their favorite face formulas turned into body formulas as well. Uh, so that's another one um, that I'm definitely keen to give people. We've been given some really, really good ideas actually by um, some of the people that love our brand. Uh, and, you know, who better to take inspiration and ideas from than people that already love your products? So definitely we have some uh we have notes we've taken notes we've got a list of things that we are going to be working on um but yeah all of the packaging will change the boxes will be changed to the recycled paper as well uh, and that's something that we are going to be looking towards for the future to see the kind of changes that we can make at the level that we are at that is something that is actually really important to us as well uh running a beauty company so i thought some of that might be interesting to you guys i know some people really like to hear the process of how products get made and if that is you hopefully you did enjoy this episode uh like i mentioned gelato glaze lip mask will be uh on sale on the 15th of june globally the other big news that we have had is that jellico now has its own website so if you would like to shop for Jellico products only, we already, sorry, just to clarify, we did already have our own website, but all of the orders were processed through Style Story. That is no longer the case. We are now going to be processing orders in three different locations. So Australia, America from California, and then also from Asia, from Korea. So depending on where you order from, we will be fulfilling Jellico-only orders from the closest warehouse to you. So if you are based in the States and you make an order, your Jellico stuff will ship from our California warehouse. If you make uh, an order from Australia, obviously it will just come from New South Wales, as it normally does from Sydney. Uh, and then if you are somewhere close to Asia, it will come from Korea. So that's how we're going to run it going forward, just because of the volume of the orders that we were getting globally. It didn't really make sense to ship as many of them as we are from Sydney, just because it's a long way away from a lot of places. So going forward, that is always an option as well. If you want to shop other products that are on the Style Story website, then obviously you can keep shopping through stylestory.com.au. But if you're only interested in Jellico products, uh, then you can shop on jellico.com and we have a currency converter available so that you can easily see what currency you're shopping in, uh, you know, what the price is rather in your own currency. Uh, so we, we, we worked to update that website because it had just kind of been sitting there for a couple of years, almost like more of a landing page rather than a whole shopping experience. So we've got a quiz on there now where you can be matched with your Perfect Jelly Co. product. Uh, it asks you some questions, a series of questions about your skin type, your goals and whatnot to actually match you up with your ideal Jelly Co. product. So if you are interested, then go and check that out, jellyco.com, and that is co with a K. Uh, long story, don't ask, but the short version is that that was the one that we could trademark. So it's KO for Korea. Uh, that's that's the, the story we're going with. <laughs> Trademarking is its whole other um, drama problem, but we actually did manage to register or we are in the process of registering the trademark for Gelato Glaze. So super happy about that as well. So we've got the little TM next to the Gelato Glaze. <laughs> you might have seen that on our Instagram. That is because we are in the process of trademarking that version, that 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 piece of the name. So anyway, that was just a random aside. I'm going to finish up here for today. 
Uh, I hope that this was interesting, a little bit different from what we normally do, but um, I have finally got my hands on the interview that I wanted to share with you guys that I did a little while ago. So next week I will be sharing that with you as well. Uh, I finally got my hands on the, the raw audio files for you. So I'm just going to fix that one up for you guys and share it with you next week. I did promise that uh, it's taken me a little bit longer than I thought, as I feel like that could be the motto of my life. Um, Anyway, I'll finish up here for this week. I'll be back in your ears next week. And until then, I will see you on Style Story. 